Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. So welcome you guys to CBS Soap Dish Recap where hostess Keisha and hostess me uh, do both the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful. And this is for the week of April 5th through April 9th. And uh, we had a pretty interesting week on both shows, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. So, um, I, again, I want to welcome you guys from all over the globe who come back every week and listen to us as we, you know, um, chop it up about the soaps. Um, also, too, we do at the end of the show a flip the script segment where if there's a particular storyline or a particular scene that you saw from this previous week, if you was to flip it, what would it be? And so we usually take turns doing that at the end of this show. So um, we have a lot to cover, pretty much. I mean, it was uh, several little storylines, and they were all enriched with details. So I'm looking forward to having some conversation about it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. All righty. So, without further ado, let's start with the per- first part of the show, which is the Young and the Restless. And this previous week, Jake put the—I mean, Jack—put the brakes on his relationship with Sally after she confessed her misdeeds. Amanda agreed to take Sutton's case. Sharon secretly met with Adam. Sharon also professed Adam's innocence to Ray. Chelsea told Nick that Sharon knew where Adam was, and Elena confirmed that Mariah was pregnant. So, which storyline would you like to take on first? Um, we talk about Mariah's pregnancy because that was only a that was only like a day, right? Yeah, it was. It was kind of a small piece. It wasn't yeah. a whole lot, you know. So, um, yeah, and I think that was. Thursday. Yeah, it was only on Thursday I think that came out. So, mm-hmm. um it seemed like everybody was excited, you know, that yeah. Mariah was pregnant. Um she was kind of having um she didn't know what to think. She was excited, but at the same time, you know, they was a little shocked about everything, but I mean, what was your thoughts mm-hmm. on it? Um I'm, I was happy for them. Yeah. That uh things worked out. So, now we can we can move on to the uh, the drama side of things because we know that's coming once you know. Oh, of course. Further in the pregnancy, she gets and Abby's controlling. Like right now, they're all they're all happy and it's like the honeymoon stage of it. Mm-hmm. But eventually, we know Abby is going to turn on that uh, that controlling side where she's going to she's going to be trying to tell Mariah what to do, what she what she should be eating. Um, you know, probably should you should you be driving or I don't know if that's safe for you to go there in your state or you know what I mean. I don't know mm-hmm. if you should be doing that while you're pregnant type of thing. So yeah, 
Yeah, that's going to be interesting because I could see Abby is that type of person that seems like she could be very controlling and smothering. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, I mean, it's a good word. Yeah, smothering. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good word. (laughs) And um, I mean, honestly, Mariah, um, right now she's okay with it. But at the same time, I do understand a little bit because I can see Abby's side. That's her child in another woman's belly. But at the same time, you don't want to be so smothering that the person regrets ever doing this in the first place because you're doing too much. And I just see Abby as being that type. Yep. You know, especially if, you know, Mariah is used to a certain particular diet and Mm -hmm. then she starts eating that and Abby, no, 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 don't eat that. Don't eat this and don't eat that and go to bed early. You shouldn't be up this late. And like you just <laughs> yeah. said, you know, driving or if she happened to pick up a bag of groceries, put that down, you know. <laughs> right. So, yeah. yeah, that drama right now, like you say, it's all everybody's singing Kumbaya and, you know, and and all excited. But you know, like you said, it's a honeymoon phase that they're mm-hmm. in right now with this whole thing before all of the drama starts. So I'm glad that yeah. it happened. Um, I did hear. So that they're supposed to be bringing Justin Gaston back. I hope that's true. To be Chance's... Yeah, to be Chance or Abby's husband, which, of course, is Melissa Ordway's uh, actual husband. Mm -hmm. So that would be great. Yeah, I would would really like that. Because I liked when he was on before yeah, yeah, but I, did you also see see that they bringing Donnie Boaz back, but as a different character? Yeah, well, who is Derek? I have no idea who Derek is, but that's kind of crazy because we see this guy come on as, as you said, Derek, who used to play her husband, and then her actual husband is now playing Chance. That is so crazy to me. Yeah, I I wonder how true that rumor is because I'm like I don't remember there even being a Derek on this show like who is that yeah is that a new character like uh, yeah it just, they doesn't, bring, it's weird. it just doesn't make <laughs> sense I mean even if yeah. it was somebody that was from before you know that maybe mm-hmm. from a long time ago whatever I don't know but just to bring him the actual actor back to play a different character when she he actually played her husband that's kind of you gotta mentally kind of adjust to that. <laughs> yeah, that's what. That's the that's the that's why I think, or that's why I'm wondering if this is a true rumor because mm-hmm. that just doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Mm-mm. So yeah, I didn't get that at all. You know. And I want to get my hopes up for uh, them bringing her husband back on. Yeah, he's really not coming. <laughs> yeah, that's why. But I I, they I... need to do something because I this. It, this story, the the storyline of him being on an assignment somewhere, and she said this week how she hasn't talked to him since he left, just doesn't. It's just so ridiculous to me, especially with everything that's going on with this baby and all the people involved, and everybody's there except for dad. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So yeah, they need to. I'm I'm curious though. I mean, if they don't bring this guy back as Derek, at least bring back Justin Gaston to play Chance as her husband. Yeah, you know, at least if they do that, I mean, that would be cool. But you know, we'll got we have to wait around and see. You know. Yep. 
All right. So is that all we had on that one? Yeah. Okay. You want to switch over to Amanda? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so it started off the week where Amanda's grandfather visit was was that he was did he come on early this week or was that last week? I think that was this week because I don't okay I think it was this week yet, so it must mm-hmm. have been Monday. Maybe. Okay, yeah, it had to be very early this week. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Monday. Matter of fact, so Grandpa came on and showed mm-hmm. up out of nowhere. Yeah, he's kind of a jerk. <laughs> He's he's very. I mean, as you have you ever heard of the term people to give political answers to everything? He's a politician, so yeah. his responses to an emotional Amanda was he wasn't like. I don't know if I want to say empathetic to what she was feeling or why she, he she wasn't. He wasn't. I didn't think. And, yeah, he he was. I felt like his responses to her were very dry and matter of fact. And it's like you're talking to your granddaughter, who you encouraged your daughter to give up for adoption. You knew that they struggled because you said you were try you were keeping track of how their lives were going. And mm-hmm. you're, he was just so matter of fact about. Uh, I don't know. It was just like, oh well, you guys, you guys survived. <laughs> you made it. Well, I mean, think about it. He, I think from, if you kind of look at the way that they have this man categorized and from the past and what he told Mm -hmm. Naya to do with her pregnancy, he's all about, let me compartmentalizing his thoughts. So if he, you know, if there's no, because honestly, even though he's been following them and keeping up with them, if there's no connection there, there's no emotional connection with him. Whereas with her, it's it's more because of the fact that she don't know where she came from. She's been told mm-hmm. one thing versus the opposite. Then mom comes into the picture. Then her dad is dad. So, you know, it's a lot of emotion on the side of Amanda. But for him, for a person who probably has went through most of his adult life, being, like you say, matter of fact, and making decisions on pure 100% logic versus having any emotion in it that I mean it doesn't surprise me the way that they have his character set up you know what I mean yeah I, yeah I guess it's, it's yeah you're right you know I mean because of course we would expect him to be like oh my god you're my granddaughter oh I'm nice to meet you I've always thought about you but this is the same man that was like oh, we gotta keep a low profile we're public people. You can't be bringing a baby up in here. Give them up. Mm-hmm. So that same energy is probably still there with him. Like, okay, she's back. How can we bring her into the family? But at the same time, use her to her advantage. Because that's what he's doing. Yeah, he's definitely using her. You know? And, I mean, even though she took some time to consider it, she decided to go ahead and, and take the case. Mm-hmm. What you think about that? Um, I would have told them to. Oh, well, of course, you know, storyline. You tell them where to go, huh? You're gonna, yeah. They're gonna, of course, they're gonna have her work on that case. But in reality, I'd have been like, mm-hmm. uh-uh. <laughs> you yeah. Know, you find somebody mm-hmm. else to do that. You're not about to use me, um, you know, for your benefit after. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. After y'all gave me up and 
you basically it sounds like you don't have any any regrets about doing it. Well, he said that he didn't regret it. He he didn't regret Naya giving them up for adoption. Mm-hmm. So, and now you, the only reason why you're coming around me now is because you need my help. Well, here's the other thing. I don't know if you noticed this too, but he flipped it back around on her, trying to give her the advantages of taking this case and what it would do for yeah. her life. Yep, he definitely did, and so, that's one of the, isn't that one of the things that she uh, that she said to Devon was the exposure that she could get mm-hmm. from the case or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, and um, yeah, he told her, "Do you know what this could do for your career? You're defending one of the biggest politicians in Illinois, and going up against this and that, and you know, think about it in that aspect. If, if you, if I, we're using you, you might as well use us too. Pretty much, that's what he was saying. Yeah, it was. And um, she bought she it. Thought, <laughs> yeah, she bought it. And she, you know, and like I say, I always drop nuggets on on things coming up the next week. And she, if you'll see in Monday's episode, she's extremely excited about this opportunity. So, um. Yeah. It is what it is, but of course they try to make it for great drama. Because if we shut it down and say no and go <laughs> go kick rocks, then there that ends that storyline, <laughs> right. you know. Yeah. So, but I mean, we always try to speak as if, right? So, yeah, um, yeah that that whole thing. Now, does it seem like to you that they're bringing Devon and her closer back together again? Um, you know, I don't know because I feel like when he's in scenes with her, he's giving her the googly eyes. But then when he's in scenes with Amanda, like when they when Amanda told him that they were pregnant, mm-hmm. um, he kind of gave her a little some little, who knows, it's googly eyes. But I don't know. It was like he kind of gave her a a little a little look like he was. I don't know how to explain it. Oh, okay. Almost like a not not flirting, but kind of like a he was happy to see her type of look. Mm-hmm. So I can't tell if they're trying to put Amanda and Devon back together, or if they're trying to go back to him and Hillary, or him and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Elena. Dang it! What's her name? Elena. Elena. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I. I actually really where they're trying to go with it. Okay, so this is what I, I, I saw. Because of the fact that they're bonding over because her okay, so Devon's uh situation, her situation is similar because Devon found out later in life that he had a connection to the Chancellor family and didn't know who his father was, you know, which of course is Tucker mm-hmm. McCall. And then mm-hmm. she also found out later in life, of course, that her family is also this high elite class of politicians in Illinois. Mm-hmm. And so they're kind of like connecting because Devon understands her and where she's coming from and her thoughts and what she's going through because he went through something similar and whether or not mm-hmm. he should accept this. And it seems like she's open to having this dialogue with him, which honestly, I think that is going to bring them closer together. And on the flip side, mm-hmm. Elena and Nate are headed back to each other, too. So I'll mm-hmm. just say that. I don't know. if Did you see that, too? 
Mm-mm. No, oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. So um, that's going to be interesting. I guess they decided to, you know, they had her disrupt everything, you know, mm-hmm. between them. But I guess they're just putting them back the way that they started, which is Elena and Nate and Devon and Amanda. So maybe, okay. they, yeah. So it, it's 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 interesting to watch. I kind of want to see the Amanda thing. I guess because I was. Uh, I, you know, Hillary did some crazy things, but I just like the fact of Hillary and Devon being together. So now having Amanda, even though she has some of that tenacity as Hillary, mm-hmm. but in a different mm-hmm. arena, I, I kind of want to see that energy uh, match up with Devon again. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing them put back together. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, initially, like in the beginning, um, when they brought uh, Michelle Morgan back on, I was mm-hmm. like, oh. Don't do this where you put her back with Devon. Mm-hmm. Just because. Um, but after, I don't know, after um, they started making it apparent that something was going to happen between them, mm-hmm. I changed my mind. I did actually like seeing them together. Okay. I thought her yeah. character was more, I thought her character livened up a little bit more with him than it was with uh, Nate. Yeah, I honestly think the pairing of Amanda and Devon will probably be great. Um, You got the two doctors who know that life, you know, the busy schedules, they connected on the whole thing with the thallium because that's when they they started kind of making little slow hints Mm -hmm. of kind of like them accepting each other because that's they reconnected through a different way because originally they reconnected through the knee-jerk reaction of Elena thinking what she was thinking. So it started off on BS. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Whereas now they're connecting organically because they have things in common. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe that's why they redirected this. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, And I honestly think that um, maybe they should, you know, maybe they should go ahead and try that and um, see how, and honestly, I think those two couples actually would work well together. You know, you got yeah. this billionaire music mogul with this high elite now coming up attorney, and then you got the two doctors together. So, I yeah. think it's I think it's a good move. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think, what did you I think? think it'll be oh, easier to take. Sorry. Mm-mm, go ahead. I was just gonna say I think it'll be easier to take. Um, Elena and Nate now because mm-hmm. they had their little hiccup in their relationship mm-hmm. where she slept with Devon. Um, so now it's kind of like it's kind of like they have to start over and mm-hmm. there was a chance for her and Devon to be together and it didn't happen. Right. So I'm not as annoyed with them now as I was before. <laughs> <laughs> and you were annoyed with yes. them because you was like Nate you stupid you knew you knew mm-hmm. and you knew that girl didn't want you yeah. but yeah I'm liking how they kind of like you said doing a reset yep. with these two to um, you know even you know I'm kind of feeling the, the, the redirect with uh, Elena and Nate if they can start off organically by what they're connected to through to each other and Mm -hmm. things they have in common I think it'll really go well with the screen chemistry that they could have yeah 
Mm-hmm. And the same thing with Amanda and, and Devon. So let me ask you, I don't know which one of the girls it was. I don't know if it was Amanda or Elena. When Devon announced about the pregnancy, somebody mentioned, do he feel a certain way about this because it might be a replacement for the baby that you lost with Hillary? Which, who was that that said that? Was that Elena? That was Amanda. That was Amanda. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought that was pretty interesting. I mean, it's a good question, but he answered it perfectly. He was like, you know, I just help friends in the process. This is not me getting a second chance on having a kid. Yeah, especially yeah. considering he's not going to be the legal parent of the kid. So it's right. That, that question to me didn't really make sense because it's not mm-hmm. like him and Abby are raising this kid together. You know, he's going to be there in, in mm-hmm. his life in some capacity, but he's not going to be there as the parent. So it couldn't be a replacement. Right. Yeah. I'm just wondering why she asked that. Was that a purpose of her trying to get a feel like, Oh my God, if I come back to him, he's got this kid already or what the situation was with that question. That was pretty interesting for, you know, for it to be asked. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, I'm trying to think, is there anything? Oh, Moses. So mm-hmm. Moses comes to town and um of course we saw last week and shout out to um Olivia she's moving on to big things we got the new um Faith coming on screen she'll be there on Monday and I think Olivia's last day on air was Wednesday the uh, 7th and so um I mean she's been doing a great a great job since she came on oh my god that girl had to be on there probably like eight years off and on right yeah she was because she was on there as a little bitty girl mm-hmm. you know yeah. so she's been playing the young and she's a veteran now at this point she is <laughs> she came on as a little bitty girl and yep. she's been on there ever since because she was such a good actress. And obviously her resume speaks for itself because she's going off to bigger and better things. So Yeah, it's funny wanna... because they, they, over the years, they would go back and forth between her. And I can't remember the other little actress. Mm-hmm. I don't know who you're talking about. She they... plays in a lot of movies, too. Yep, that's what I was going to say. She she is also um, has a she has built a really good resume at such a young age with all the mm-hmm. different movies and stuff that she's been in. Yeah, I mean, Olivia's natural. I mean, she's a natural a little actress. It just, she's good at what she does and obviously other production companies and movie channels and movie companies are coming after her because she has officially left the building. So, yeah. uh, kudos and best wishes and much success to her. But before she left, Moses was definitely intrigued by her. Yeah. That kind of bums and, me uh, out. I, Why? Um, it bums me out that Olivia is leaving because I think her and Moses, um, they seem to play well off of each other. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. I would have liked to see that. Me too. But yeah. I guess we'll have to see how it works out with uh, the new. I will tell you this much, though. They did an ex. I will say that um, a, the producers and the writers did an excellent job picking this girl because when you see her on Monday, mm-hmm. that girl looked like she could be um, Olivia's older sister just by a few years. Because I'm like, dang, 
she just looked like her, but a little bit older. The features, some of the um, it's you know how sometimes they'll get a whole different girl, kind of like they did with Abby. Remember the old Abby, and then now Melissa. It's like there's no resemblance, right? Right. Yeah. With these two, there the resemblance is there. And I'm like, man, they did a good job matching her up. Does Does she look? Does she look like she's older than Moses? No. Okay. Mm-mm. That's what no. I was concerned with because I know in real life that girl is um, 18. I don't yeah, know how old you... Moses is in real life, but he actually looks like he's Olivia's age in real life. Well, here's the thing. Um, I'm I'm thinking that they're like sophomores or something, and with him transferring to Walnut Grove too, mm-hmm. he's probably same grade or maybe a year ahead of um, Faith. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, looking, she actually could go for a fifteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Now her voice is a little bit different than um Olivia. You know what I'm saying? She kind of sounds like a little bit, but the features is like she could be her uh, her older sister by a couple years. Okay. Yeah, but she don't look. 18, 18. You know what I'm saying? Like, she should be headed off to college or something. Yeah. I know the one picture that I saw of her, she did look she did look really young, so I was surprised that she was actually 18 in real life. I just mm-hmm. wondered. I didn't know if that was, like, was that a, a, a recent picture or if it was an older picture and what she, like, actually looks like now or not. So I wasn't sure yeah. like, how she would look. They definitely tried to do a transition Mm-hmm. Um, where it's not like a totally different person. They even did because there used to be a different summer, didn't it? At um, one point, oh, Hunter yes, King always played summer. I thought it was a different summer at one point, and it, and it was two totally different looks, you know. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad that the, before who? they aged her, I know that they had. I think they had two different who, colors. summer. I, yeah, I thought so, but. I don't know. I don't remember them having two different actresses when she got older or not. I got to look this up. <laughs> no, I have to check. I could be wrong, girl. But, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, that's, that's just my thoughts on that because she's going to be on Monday's episode on the 12th. But, yeah, she honestly, they did a good job of making that transition, you know. Um, but, anywho, yeah, Moses is in town. Um, he seems to be fitting in. I think he's a really good actor. He seems mm-hmm. to be doing really well. Um, he's busy, nosy, getting into his cousin and his brother's business. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, he's a little nosy one. Yeah, trying to, like he told Nate yesterday. Why don't you hook up with her? And Nate is like, uh, I already been there, done. I've been there and already we broke up. And he was like, it was your fault, wasn't it? Oh. And I was wondering what that Nate was going to say. Like, no, it wasn't me. I thought, um, I thought he knew about that. Cause I thought he, I thought he made a comment to Devon about something about relationship problems or something like that that he had but maybe he didn't I guess he didn't know I don't know must have because I I think I thought he said that too but obviously maybe we took it I read it out of context or something because yeah he asked Nate why won't you try to talk to her she's really into you and he's like uh I already dated her 
didn't work out. That was funny though. But um yeah, I'm like I, I wanna see where him and and Faith go from here. Um because obviously they're gonna try to put faith with him, so it mm-hmm. seems that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. So, so go ahead. What else? There you got? was, there has been, like older summers. There has mm-hmm. been three different girls that played um, summer. There were two before Hunter King started. Mm-hmm. Um, and two of the, the the first two that actually played summer in the same year, 2012, and then okay. Hunter King started in 2012. She mm-hmm. took a break at some point because they brought somebody else in in 2018, and then of course she's currently summer. So yeah, so oh yeah, because I remember when she left and came back because she did a movie, and mm-hmm. so and that was yeah that was definitely 2018. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they had two different t- features looks, total mm-hmm. total different. Whereas in this case with Olivia and this new girl, I need to get her name down pat, but. They look like they could be related. So gotcha. that was pretty good. All right. So is that all we have on um, Amanda and Nate and Devon? Yeah, I don't really have anything else for them. Okay, let's talk about Jack, Sally, and Kyle, and Lauren, and everybody involved. So we got to throw Ashlyn Locke back into this, too. Because mm-hmm. he came to town calling on Kyle to meet with him, which we didn't get to see that meeting, did we? Yes, we did. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yep. Yes, we did. Um, but what we didn't see is, well, he did get that phone call. Okay, let me just stop. All right, so he had the meeting with Ashlyn Locke um, because he claimed he wanted to do a deal with Jabot. They met. Ashlyn was trying to pick his brain. Mm-hmm. He tried to stay calm. Ashton was like, oh, I'm just joking with you. I just wanted to see if you would react and get defensive, and you laughed it off. So, I guess you passed the test. Girl, and Kyle (laughs) fell for it. For that hot moment. That whole interaction even on Ashlyn's part was Mm -hmm. stupid. Like, so you're, you're basically judging whether or not um, your suspicions about terror. Hello. Hello. Okay, we had a little bit of a technical difficulty, but we are back. Yeah. All right. So, what were you saying when we got disconnected? Um. So I was saying I, I felt like Ashlyn's reasoning for believing Kyle, at least what he told Kyle, mm-hmm. he believed him because he didn't get angry at him. And I was saying if, if that were me, 
and let's say that it wasn't true, my reaction would have been an angry reaction because it's like, why are you accusing me of having an affair with your wife? Like, out of, out of nowhere. So I just thought that I, that the explanation of the little game he was playing with Kyle and why he decided to believe that what he was saying was was true just just seemed like nonsense to me. That whole little scene was just stupid. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I mean, my thing is, is that Kyle just mishandled this whole thing oh, from yeah, the time sure. that Ashlyn started sniffing around him. You know, yeah. I mean, he made his dad look like a fool last week by just yes. showing up. He definitely did because Jack is sitting there the whole time like, oh, Kyle is off handling out of town somewhere. State, and here he comes walking around the corner. And it's right. like, at least if you were going to do that, Kyle, you should have given your dad a heads up. Right. Send him a text message saying, you know what, yeah. Pops, I'm showing up anyway. I'm around the corner, so expect me to be. You just show up with no warning. Right. Yeah, you that know. was stupid. Yeah, I mean, he just mishandled this thing. And then the guy calls back and say, I want to meet with you. And Jack is like, let me do this. And he's like, no, this is mine. And I'm like, dude. You already know how ruthless that he is and he, he destroys companies and destroys people's lives and you think that you got this in control? Yeah. It, it's, it's just it, it, and then like you, it didn't make sense and then just like you just said you know with the whole interaction the if he he, he should have gotten mad about it. You know it's one thing to be defensive because when sometimes when people are guilty and they're defensive, they get nervous, they get shifty, their eyes mm-hmm. and everything. But if you just straight up looked up in the in the eye and be like, wait a minute, what do you mean? So by yeah. him playing coy and cool about it, it makes him look even more suspicious. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? You're joking, That's what huh? I was thinking. Because I would have been, if if that wasn't something that I had done, I would have been completely thrown off by that question. And like kind of taken aback and a little shocked that you're asking me a question like that. Like, where did that come from? You know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. not like you said, not the way Kyle played it, where he was just kind of, you know, calm about it and like, oh no, that's ridiculous. And kind yeah. of chuckled and all that kind of stuff. That was more of a guilty response in my opinion. And honestly, as I'm thinking about it, maybe that was when he, when Ashlyn Locke said, oh, yeah, I see that you just joked at it. So I think that was actually a con to let, to make, yeah. um, to make Kyle think that. Feel, right, that he got over on him when, in, in all reactions, like we just said, that should have tipped him off, if anything. Mm-hmm. So maybe he flipped the script on him. And basically just made him feel like, yeah, you passed when you actually didn't. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, the bottom line is Kyle just he mishandled this whole thing. I mean, and still not he haven't still told Jack the whole truth about this baby. Yeah. About the three year old. He he's three. He's still a baby. But you know, it's still about Harrison. You ain't said yeah. nothing about that. <laughs> yeah. And that's going to be the biggest bombshell, right? I, and I don't get why he why he didn't include that, just like he did with Summer the first time around. Didn't include it when he was telling her about mm-hmm. the affair. I wonder. Yep. I thought I was thinking during that scene 
Mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder if, you know, because Ashlyn is suspicious of it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if he's also got it in the back of his mind with the age of the kid and knowing that Kyle was out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking he was going to try to get like some type of DNA type of thing from Kyle. So, well, who knows? Maybe it'll come up. Yeah, I was looking for him to like. I, I don't, and I don't even remember if there was a glass on the table that Kyle had, but mm-hmm. I was thinking he was gonna like take the glass that Kyle had and and then run a DNA test on his son. Girl, who knows? Because Ashlyn Locke is gonna be back in town next week, as we saw in the previews. Mm-hmm. And look like Victor and Adam about to lose that company. So we'll talk about that later. Okay. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah. So the next part of this is this whole thing with Lauren and Jack and Sally and Summer. Mm-hmm. Phyllis is the one that blew this whole thing out wide open. Mm-hmm. Because she went off to Lauren. Couldn't mind her business. Couldn't mind her business. Decided to kind of raise some eyebrows and some light bulbs in Lauren's head. So, of mm-hmm. course, even though she didn't come out and say, you know, Sally did A, B, C, and D and this hole and whatever over her head, she's trying to get Lauren to send her back to L.A. to her L.A. boutique, just to get her out of town. And, you know, Lauren is like, why are you trying so hard to get this girl out of town? Right. What is it about her? And taking some of whatever cues that you know, Lauren has in regards to why Phyllis wants this to happen, she decided to take it upon herself to have these conversations. Mm-hmm. Which was necessary. Because neither one of them, and I think me and you kind of briefly talked about this last night, mm-hmm. none of them was trans. And, and even Kyle, like we just said, he still ain't told a full story. But none of them have been forthcoming to Lauren about what was going on. Mm-hmm. So even like you said, when she came to town, meaning Sally, she did put it out there that she was going to try to go for JCV. Remember? Mm-hmm. And, and I know you remember because you talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. So she she definitely stuck her toe in this water getting this stuff started. When, and this is kind of what we were talking about last night because pretty much I know you're on the on the uh, idea that this is all uh, Sally. Sally started this mess. She got the ball rolling, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. She did. She mm-hmm. did. Um, I guess at some point, because when Lauren gave her that promotion, she kind of backed off a summer, but the damage was already done, mm-hmm. I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, now, at this point, these two are still black. What they call a truce, per se, because everybody stayed in their corner. Yeah. The only reason that all of this came out is because of Phyllis. Yep. <laughs> you know? So, but I, I, I will say that I'm glad that a lot, not all, but a lot of it is out in the open. Because I don't think Lauren knows exactly what Sally did in L.A., she right. just knows it's dirt. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think she don't know what happened with Kyle and and Tara. She just knows it's dirt on that side too. 
Yeah. But whatever the dirty is, she like, you know what? I'm about to fire y'all. Y'all better be glad you still have a job. Right. <laughs> right. And I'm glad that I will give it to the writers because normally we'll see one side get the advantage over the other. Mm-hmm. Not this time. They held everybody accountable, mm-hmm. which I'm happy about that. Yeah. You know, because I, I know someone probably thought I got much weight in this town. I'm a Newman. I'm, you know, I'm married to a, I mean, I'm dating the Abbott. Oh, I know I'm going to win this. Nope. Lauren held her to task. Same thing with Sally. You mm-hmm. know, so what's your thoughts on it? Um, so, of, of course, I've uh, I've talked about how Phyllis is doing too much over these mm-hmm. past few weeks because she just won't, or I guess past couple months she just won't drop it when it comes to Sally she she insists on inserting herself in the situation and getting rid of Sally and it's mm-hmm. like Phyllis this was something between Summer and Sally Summer has gotten over it she's moved on she hasn't uttered a word to Sally about you know the information that she knows from California right like She's moved on from that. We haven't we haven't seen Summer say anything about that in a while. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, although, even though on the other side of things, Sally keeps poking at Kyle with and she sometimes pokes at Phyllis too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, with the information that she has about Tara and that kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, it's like the obsessiveness that Phyllis had with the situation. Now, like you said, has caused that has caused a problem with between Summer and Lauren, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like what she did when she, you know, barged into society and kind of went off on Lauren about confronting Summer. Oh about yeah, that was crazy. It's like mm-hmm. you're still risking your daughter's career because you can't stay out of her life. You can't, or you can't stay out of her business, her personal mm-hmm. business. Or whatever business she's got going on at work. You're confronting her boss. And regardless of the fact that Lauren is one of your best friends. She's still your daughter's boss. So if she feels like she has to walk on eggshells with Summer. Because anything that she does. Um, that is like a you know this whole little confrontation that, that she had with her. Mm-hmm. If she feels like Phyllis is going to come after her for it. She's not going to want to deal with that. And I wouldn't want to deal with that. Like you're mm-hmm. putting her in an uncomfortable situation to where now she might have to, you know, think about letting Summer go because she doesn't want to have to deal with you every time there's an issue at work. Yeah, I mean, I got a 24-year-old if, and she has a job. And if something, it's out of my place <clears throat> to just go up to her boss and say, you know, this, that, and the other is going on. You need to look out for her coworker. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who does that? I mean, she's grown. Right. She's and grown. Even she got to figure that her. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even Summer is telling her, like, leave me alone. Leave this alone. Everything is fine. And she just mm-hmm. will not listen. She's being stubborn about it. So I don't know that 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 part of the situation frustrated me because none of this would be happening right now if Phyllis had just let this go, you know, weeks ago. Um, but like my, I, uh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like I like I was telling you last night, I personally mm-hmm. don't think Summer has done anything wrong. Um, 
yes, he went to L.A. and dug up that dirt on Sally, even though, you know, Sally thought they had a truce. Um, you can't you can't threaten somebody's job one day, threaten to get in between that person and their significant other to, you know, to cause distractions and issues in her life one day. And then the next day, try to call a truce because now you've got something that um, that you don't want to lose. You know, I, I guess it was after she got that promotion. I can't remember why she caught that truce, but you can't expect her to just at the, the snap of your fingers or at the drop of a dime suddenly forget that you were just threatening her job and her relationship. And and you think that, you know, suddenly she's okay with it. Uh, I mean, it was nice that maybe Sally tried to do that, but it's not that simple. You've already, you know, lost my trust when I didn't do anything to you. So, yeah, I'm going to go find something that is going to ensure that you are going to leave my job and my relationship alone. So Even though that's blackmail? I don't care. You tr- you trying to... <laughs> If, if, your, I don't care. if your goal, yeah, if your goal, which Sally said, her goal was to make Summer look bad and was to sabotage Summer at that job, and to, and one of the ways that she was going to do that was by threatening also her relationship with Kyle. Then nope, I, I don't nope. I'm a I'm gonna find what I can find on you, and I'm gonna let you know that I know about it. So. You need to take your little scheming, your little schemes and whatever plans that you had back and leave me alone. Because if not, then I'm going to make sure Lauren knows why you were pretty much banished from L.A. or why you left L.A. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with that. You came at me first, so I'm going to come at you and I'm going to make sure you know that I'm not to be played with. Okay. Gotcha. (laughs) I mean, it's not like it was she wasn't trying to extort money from her. She's like, look, I know this information on you. I know this about you. I know that you broke the law in LA. I know this. So if you don't want me to say anything, then you need to back off of me. Because Summer wasn't, Sally wasn't even on Summer's radar before that. She had no issues with Sally before that. So Sally brought, she brought this on herself. And that's why I don't feel bad for her. Okay. Well, on the flip side of this with Phyllis, um, this whole thing, which was like she's doing too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, we were talking about how the girl was grown. Yeah. When Nick got involved, because every time they're in some form of disagreement, Nick is off in the background standing looking like, what the heck is going on? I didn't, get, and I didn't get to the point that when he sees that, I open my mouth and say, "Watch Nick gonna say what's going on." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he does it every time. He do be appearing out of nowhere. <laughs> he appear out of nowhere. My thing about this is Phyllis always stonewalls him and says, "Oh, it's nothing. You don't need to know about it." And she keeps saying, "My daughter." And I'm thinking to myself, like, um, Phyllis, that's his daughter too, right? This ain't just your daughter. This is my daughter. And I'm like, how about our? I mean, and I'm surprised, um, you know, Nick is like, okay, you keep saying your daughter, that's my daughter too. And as much as I see whatever is going on, I need to know about it. And I'm glad that finally after, you know, 
Phyllis is trying to walk around in circles with Nick. Nick was like, nope, I'm not going nowhere until you tell me what this is. You're not going to continue to push me off and not let me know what's going on. And then the other thing is they're in a relationship. Plus, this is their kid. So why are you keeping secrets from him, which is something that y'all talked about when y'all got back together that y'all are not going to do with each other? Right. You know, I mean, seriously. And then I do agree with when he when she finally told him what was going on. He said, I side with Summer on this because you betrayed her trust. Yep. And I was like, I'm sitting up there like, kudos, go ahead, Nick, tell her what, you know, because you were wrong for what you did. You had Mm -hmm. no reason. And then she still got defensive. That's my daughter. I'm going to do whatever it takes to protect my daughter. And I'm like, she's She's not an adult. Yeah, she's an adult. (laughs) I mean, and then because, you know, she got she tried to flip the, the whole thing on him about Sharon and Faith. Because he's like, I got to protect Faith, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, look who's trying to protect their other daughter with their ex. And I'm like, Faith is a teenager. Faith is not an adult working in a corporate position. Right. And she's going through behavioral issues. It's not like... Right. It's not... Exactly. (laughs) You know, this is something that's a problem. It's totally different. And she want to use that as a way to kind of you know, counteract his statement toward her. Yeah. And I'm like, no, nah, girl, that ain't going to work with this one. Yeah. Because you were wrong. You trying to justify what you're doing with Summer mm-hmm. and then going to try to tell Nick that he's wrong for telling you about it and then throw it back in his face when he talk about his other daughter, which is Faith. Two totally different situations. Yeah, that's no comparison at all. Yeah, she backed up off of it. I'm glad because I'm like, Nick, don't let her slide with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't let her slide with that. Because sometimes Nick have a tendency to be like, you know, he'll kind of walk back, back a off, little bit yeah. and move from sad to sad, kind of stand off, you know, as if that other person won the conversation. I'm glad he was like, no, 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 no. This is different. Yeah, me too. I'm glad he but did. then when it was all over, Summer comes back over to the Grand Phoenix. Phil is trying to talk to her. Summer's like, don't talk to me right now. Yep. This is, all this is your fault. And that's exactly what she get. That's what she get. Because Summer has told her how many times now to leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Multiple times Summer has told her to stay out of it. Mm-hmm. And she don't listen. And she don't listen. You are absolutely correct. And then the other thing is Jack is grown too. Nick said that too. You talking mm-hmm. about two grown people. Well, I I'm need still, to protect Jack it. and he's so vulnerable. That man is older than you. What are you talking right. about? And I'm I'm still not buying the she's worried about Jack thing. That was an no, excuse. That's all about Sally. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was totally an excuse for her. She she care less about who Jack is in a relationship with. Yeah, that confrontation at society when Sally stormed in there yelling at Summer about the fact that she told. I'm like, oh boy, this is not going to be good. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Summer knew at that point, right? No, she was blindsided when Sally yeah. came in there. Yeah. You know, and Sally, you know, I mean, Summer was like, well, I know who opened their big fat mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I'm about, I'm about had it. Usually, I'm a Phyllis fan. 
Yeah. But I'm about too. had it with Phyllis over these last several months. She has been working my nerves. <laughs> I, honestly, I, I mean, as much as I always, I used to, Michelle Stafford. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so before she left, great. Gina came on, awesome. Mm-hmm. Michelle came back. It was like, mm, can we get the old Michelle Stafford back? Because yeah. it's like she's overacting, I mm-hmm. guess. It does feel different. It feels different this time. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, do she have the old characteristics as Phyllis and the piercing eye looks and things like that? Yeah. But sometimes, I don't know, it's just different than, you know, when she um left I mean before she left mm-hmm. and Gina took over. So yeah. Yeah. I kinda it miss was interesting. Yeah, I was I'm a huge I'm a big Michelle Stafford fan too. Like I, I mm-hmm. liked when she was on before. Um and honestly when she when she left the show and when they brought Phyllis back and they I knew that Gina was gonna be playing her Mm-hmm. I was excited about that too because I actually liked um, Gina from when she was playing. Uh, who was she? Dinah, I think. On, I can't remember if it was Guiding Light or As the World Turns, but I liked her. Uh-huh. Dinah was kind of the same type of um, character as Phyllis. Remember? Did Did you oh, watch okay. those those soaps? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. So Dinah on 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 her soap, the character that she played. Um, was the same type of like she had the same type of personality as Phyllis where she was you know she was a little schemer she was always up to something but mm-hmm. you still rooted for her like she had her moments where she was a good person too um, yeah I mean so I was I, I was I was excited when I knew that she was going to be coming on playing Phyllis and I liked her Phyllis so then when yeah I left, did too yeah she and, and she had was... great chemistry with both Billy and Nick. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I don't think it when okay, so remember when um what's his name? Jason Thompson. Mm-hmm. Jason Thompson, Billy, of course, was dating Phyllis, who was Gina at the time. The connection was great. Mm-hmm. Even when of course, the affair happened, and she ended up with Nick, and they had that whole on the island sexing. Great. I couldn't imagine Michelle Stafford with this Billy. Could you? Mm, no, I couldn't. No. Mm-mm. But I could nope. with Jack, and I didn't like Gina with Jack. You didn't like Gina with Jack? Mm-mm. Now, Michelle Stafford is better with Jack. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, Peter Bergman. And they're both, but, both um, are, are good with Nick. Mm-hmm. Both of them are good with Nick. Yeah, so. All right, so there's a couple other things before we move on, and that's the conversation that Sally had with Jack. So, mm-hmm. of course, Jack is like, what the heck is going on? Phyllis is tripping. Lauren has come to me. Telling me that you need to, I need to talk to you to find out what was going on. And Sally tried to run circles around Jack, and I'm like, girl, you need to stop. You need, you gotta get, you gotta just let it go. Yeah. Put it out there and, and see where the chips fall where it may. If he, if he decides to forgive you, fine. If not, 
oh well, this is the bed that you made, you know? Mm-hmm. So she was like, oh, yeah, you know, I figure, you know, you're asking me about, and she was like, just stop. I mean, I, you've danced around this before. I'm not going to let you dance around it again. I'm like, okay, Jack. Right. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, Jack, call her to task. Mm-hmm. And she was like, it ain't going to be pretty. She was, He was like, what? And, of course, she put it out there. And, again, if you don't watch Bold and the Beautiful, because that's where Sally came from, the Sally character, and she mentioned the name Wyatt. Wyatt Spencer is the son of the huge multinational publishing company, Spencer Publications, where she dated him. And, I, you know, I honestly, at, at, up until the kidnapping point, I kind of felt sorry for her because Wyatt same. did play her. Yeah, I, I, I was the same way. I feel when she way. broke down, because it, it made me relive that whole story all over again because I remember watching it mm-hmm. a year ago you know and so for her to replay that that you know I fell in love with this man his ex and high school sweetheart come back to town they got together she did something horrible and I'm like tell him what it was tell him what it was <laughs> but I'm like nah they ain't gonna put flow out there like that yeah. you know she just said it was horrible why it broke up with her and then got back with her, and she was like, this is it. And then he turned around and went back to that girl. I was like, dang, that is messed up. Yep. But then she messed up when she took it a step further, playing deadly ill and then kidnapping. So Yeah, which of so, course was the writer's attempt to have the viewers dislike Sally mm-hmm. by changing her. Yeah. Yeah. They knew they were going to cut that character out of Bold and the Beautiful. Of course, switching over here. Um, but you know, he she put it out there, and you know, he he called it like he saw it: kidnapping. Mm-hmm. You fraud! You 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 faked your own illness. He like I don't know if I want to do it. I mean, this. that's a red flag. <laughs> it sure is. That's a red flag when it comes to a relationship. You did all that over a man. Like, dude. if I break it, if I, you know, things don't work out between us, or you know, and that's the crazy thing because I mean, and I understand these are soaps, but I see a lot of programs and things like that. And obviously, it's it usually comes down with even what Chelsea is doing. Mm-hmm. So, what, dude, mm-hmm. you poison a whole nother third party. Over a kiss, man. What what would have happened if you actually saw Sharon and Adam in a sex position? <laughs> <laughs> you would have set the whole city on fire. Right. I mean, seriously. But we'll get to that. But um, yeah. I mean, Sally, she it, it's out there now. She told the whole truth. Where she go from here remains to be seen with Jack. But Jack decided to put the brakes on because he saw them those are red flags you know yeah I feel like Jack is just gonna you think he gonna bounce back yeah he will and you know what if he wanted to disregard you know that whole thing fine mm-hmm. but if I was Kyle I think I would be a little annoyed that you're carrying on in a relationship with somebody that was blackmailing me <laughs> Like that's she, the big thing. She put me in the middle of her issues with Summer. 
She, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Kyle didn't have nothing to do with it. Yeah, he went to L.A. with Summer, but Summer was the one that did all the the dirt. Like your issues were with Summer, and now you brought like you pretty much brought this drama with Tara to to my life. Well, you know what? Here's the thing, because Jack been asking him for weeks what's going on, and Kyle, you, as they say, the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. If he had just went ahead and told Jack, look, this is what's going on. I slept with Ashlyn Locke. I possibly Tara. got, well, no. I, I, I slept. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I slept with Ashlyn Locke's wife, Tara. <laughs> Uh, three years ago, there's a kid in the mix. He's my son. And this is what's going on. And Sally is hanging this over my head. Then this would probably not be an issue right now. I mean, the fact that the, the, the wife and the baby is an issue, yeah. you know, and dealing with Ashlyn Locke. But, you know, a lot of this stuff, once you put it, because if Sally had a came forward and say, you know, what, I did something stupid. This is why I did it, blah, blah, blah. And I have been saying this, like, why don't these folks just put it out here? But you need the drama, right? It's a song. But, um, yeah, I mean, sometimes when you let stuff linger out there, it gives people the opportunity to use stuff against you. And in this case, <clears throat> Sally used it against them. I mean, yeah, Sally used it against them. But like you said, if she, if he, if Jack does go back to Sally, he should be giving him the side eye. Like, look, this girl been blackmailing me mm-hmm. for all this time. But then what's going to Jack probably say, but y'all was blackmailing her too. I mean, that's the only way that I think he would have a comeback to that statement. Which is still an issue. Because but listen, because you're but you know what? You're you're continuing mm-hmm. to involve yourself in a relationship that you really don't need to because for one it's brand new. <laughs> and mm-hmm. for for two, she's got issues with your son and his and his girlfriend. Like even before the blackmail, she was causing problems. So why mm-hmm. why continue to why introduce that drama? in your life to where mm-hmm. now, yeah. now you feel like you're going to have, you're going to be fielding um, disagreements and um, having to worry about this contention between the woman that you're dating. And my assumption is I'm sure Jack, if he continues to date her, is going to want it to turn into a serious thing. So a woman that you're dating possibly going to get into a serious relationship with, and your son like that's going to be an ongoing issue that's not going to that's not going to go away because they're always going to remember this time where she blackmailed Kyle and Summer blackmailed her well he tried to call Jack out yesterday saying why you continue to defend her and he was like I don't know where to stand with anybody because all of y'all have been keeping things so it, it, you know, it's it's a mess. I, I'm wondering what's going to end up with Jack and Sally. What happens with Kyle when it comes to Ashlyn? And um, I mean, obviously, Summer is intact with her job because Lauren allowed her to keep her job. But then, what happens to her relationship with her and her mother? Which they'll probably eventually kiss and make up, but. Yeah. For right now, is she gonna be pissed off at Phyllis? Yeah. I, 
you yeah. know I wonder how long how long that's gonna last yeah alright so um you got anything else on that one or no no I think I've okay. I think I've exhausted all my frustrations with that situation okay <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about Ray, Sharon, Nick, Chelsea, Chloe. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. So, Adam is hiding at the lake house that he owned. Mm-hmm. And he reaches out to Sharon to let her know where he is. And she goes to meet him against her good judgment but then she says she also showed up to thank him for saving faith yeah okay mm-hmm. so they get there they talking and you know at i mean she's accusing how could you do this to ray i can't believe you i thought you cared about me and blah 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 blah. and he's standing there looking like are you done and um he, of course he break it down to her that um Chelsea's been framing me. She's been faking her paralysis and that she's been planning this. She must have saw the picture and I need you to go set a trap. Okay, let me ask you a question because she went over there to set the meet up over at Chelsea's house. Do you think that was the smartest idea? The her going to Chelsea's house? That's Sharon going over to talk to Chelsea. I didn't. I I just didn't think. I didn't like that plan. I I don't know because I mean, I I think what their what their goal was was to try to catch Chelsea off guard, right? Because if Chelsea is still in this supposed to be this state where she can't move or talk, then Sharon telling Sharon doing what she did is kind of like you're. I don't know. I feel like they were trying to kind of like, not egg her on, but it was like an attempt to 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 catch Chelsea off guard, I guess. Because she, supposedly Sharon still thinks that she you know, is in this, still in this state where she can't move or talk. So if she's mm-hmm. telling if she's telling Chelsea you know, playing it off like she thinks that that Chelsea wants him to be safe and she thinks that she's helping out Chelsea and Adam, then Mm -hmm. I think maybe they think that they will get some type of reaction out of her and maybe they're setting her up in some way to catch her um, walking and talking or, you know, doing whatever. I don't, I don't know. I didn't Mm -hmm. think it was a terrible idea. I don't know. I mean, knowing that Chelsea is just almost as a biggest con as that's why her and Adam connected so much mm-hmm. because she's a she's a natural born con artist. I mean, her parents they taught her the ropes. She know what to do. I mean, she can she didn't already con the, the doctors and everybody else. And so for Sharon to walk up in there and pretend like she's on her side when Sharon is her arch enemy. Mm-hmm. And then Sharon even mentioned, you know, when Adam was like, oh, my God, what, why is she doing this? Who, you know, is, who is this because? And Sharon was like, this is because of me. Mm-hmm. So why would you even go in there knowing that this woman don't like you? And then you tell her I've been in touch with Adam. To make her angry. And, you know, he. Yeah, I mean. Or maybe. She- and, of course, but being that she was 
uh, being that she's a con artist, she's not going to show her hand, jump up out the chair and be like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she got to cover her butt because it's too much. You know, and for her to say, you know, I didn't, I mean, Adam said, I didn't put the thallium. It's Chelsea. It's this, that. And do she, did they actually think that she was going to just re- react to that? And she's a con artist. Maybe somebody else, Victoria or Nikki or somebody mm-hmm. might have reacted like that, but no, nah, not Chelsea. I, I, I mean, was it was like, a good shot. You know, I actually thought that because what did it was a good... what did they really have to lose, honestly? Well, he by got to lose his it. freedom. That's what he got well, to I lose. Well, I mean, yeah, that. But by her going over there, uh, with, it, he's at risk of going to jail. See, so what, what would they have had to lose? If you know with Chelsea not reacting, they okay, have to so find another another way to catch her in the act. Look at how Victor. When Victor moves, mm-hmm. he don't show his hand, mm-hmm. and he moves in a way where you don't know what the left hand or the right hand is doing, mm-hmm. and he's cryptic about what his next move is. And with him sitting Sharon over there, you showing your hand. So if you were going to figure this out and what she's going to do, you need to send somebody over there or, you know, she could have came and say, look, have uh, Chelsea, have you heard from Adam? And my, he tried to kill my husband. You know, I'm wondering what's going on. Do you know anything, you know, something, but to show her hand and say, I know where Adam is. It's like, how would you do that? <laughs> or else even... Put a bug under the under the chair, sneak one up on it. It just I was like, y'all could have did this so many different ways, you know. But it like you say, it, it they tried. Like you say, yeah. they tried. It was are they? Com- you know, it was an idea. Do you think they're? Com- do you again? think they're completely showing their hand though? Because she she thinks that Sharon doesn't know, or that Sharon is trying to help them. Not that she's suspicious of Chelsea. Well, I mean, here's the thing. They did show their hand because for only person that thought that Adam was close by was Chloe. Mm-hmm. In Chelsea's head, Chelsea thought he had fled the country and disappeared. And hopefully he'll never come back. She actually thought he was out of the country. Mm-hmm. So now you come in and saying, I know where he is and he's nearby. It's like, <laughs> what would you do that? Mm-hmm. You know, and and I just I don't know. I just thought that was a weird plan. That's just me. Maybe you know, people can see things different ways. You know, and at the same time, they like you said, they had to try something. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I just thought that was just a weird scenario. But this whole thing, you poison somebody. I mean, you you send this man to jail for the rest of his life, or you trying to over a kiss. And then yeah. she gets mad about her her being in this chair. Okay, but you walked away after the first time and then you came back after the chair, I mean, the uh, the elevator incident. So that's on you. Yeah. You know, she knew that he did this and still came back to him, but now because of this kiss, now you want him to say, Ooh, I'm, he's the reason I'm in this chair because of the aneurysm. No, you're the reason you're in that chair because you shouldn't have went back. Yeah, she shouldn't have went. I mean, she fell in the elevator. They were already broken up. 
she was staying at the house with Chloe at the Chancellor Mansion. Chloe pleading at her, look at how he did this to you. You know, I can't. Why are you going back to him? Because I love him. And then she went back to him after all of that. And the moment you see a kiss on the phone, then you want to turn everybody's world upside down. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, do you think that she's, well, she's definitely irrational. You shouldn't poison anybody over something like that. But what's your thoughts on that whole thing? She went, she went overboard. That was too much. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If she was mad at Adam, then she, well, I was going to say she should have poisoned Adam, but. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> yeah, she was dead wrong for that, especially considering that he's in the house with, Ray is, a, is an innocent party in this whole thing. Um, right. But on top of that, Faith is also lives in that house. So what if Faith had gotten into, mm-hmm. had went into one of Ray's, you know, toiletries and something yeah. like that and got sick so yeah I don't I, I didn't I don't like that she did that for sure yeah let's talk about the whole thing with Faith because two people told her that Adam saved Faith's life and she just blew past mm-hmm. that this girl was in an accident could have died he got her to the hospital and you talking about see he'll do anything for his precious Sharon I'm like Okay, so was he supposed to lead a girl on the side of the road to die? I mean, is, would that would have made it better for you? Yeah. I mean, it it was like I could see it coming. I mean, not even from Sharon because she said it first, and then Nick came in yesterday and said, you know, I need to thank him, and you know, he saved my daughter's life. Faith could have died. He risked his freedom, and so she's over there talking about. No, don't fall for mm-hmm. it. Like, this was some type of ploy. Right. <laughs> he saved a girl life on a whim. Why not? Yeah, she's a... I mean... Go ahead. I was just going to say, she's... She's definitely a mess and has turned into a a very vindictive, um, just nasty person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all over this. I mean... I was wondering because when I when I was looking early in the week, of course, when Ray and Nick found out that Adam saved, that was the last week, one or two, saved Faith. When that information got back to Chelsea, I was wondering what her response was going to be like. Dang, really? Oh wow! No, it was totally opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> really, Chelsea? Yeah, it's like wow. It's like she has tunnel not- vision right now. And her only goal in mm-hmm. life is to make Adam pay for whatever she feels yeah. like he did to her. It doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't matter who she hurts. I mean, that's just, mm-hmm. just like we've talked about last week, she's hurting her best friend, mm-hmm. even though she doesn't see yeah. it that way. Like you put your best friend. Chloe's stupid. Yeah. You put your best friend. I mean, her her husband works for the police. You got two babies. At home, and you spending all your time over here trying to maintain and monitor Chelsea after they got, you know, of course, the poor nurse decides to leave. I'm like, what nurse decides to leave without letting the doctor know? That was crazy to me. And then, oh, Chloe's going to stay with her and be her caregiver. You got two whole kids and a husband. Girl, 
Mm-mm. Chloe is going to go down in burning flames right along with her. Yep, she sure is. She's going to lose everything. She sure is. You know, um, and then the other thing, and I think we're, you know, I don't know. Oh, we do have the whole thing with Victoria and Lily. But the other thing here is um, Ray, because <laughs> Sharon is now found out. And then, of course, Chelsea is now all of a sudden out the blue when she thinks that Nick is feeling some kind of way about Adam. Sharon knows. She whisper out of the blue. And it's like, Nick, can you be that stupid? You so pissed off and so gung-ho about finding your brother to stick it to him. You don't realize what just happened in front of you. Like, how you just gonna say that out the blue? Yeah. Out of everything she could have said, you said, she said Sharon knows. That's her first words. Out of months of being paralyzed. Yeah. 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 And it's interesting. Um, we get back to Sharon's house, and she's missing. She lies and says she was at the hospital, but Mariah busts her out because Ray talked to Mariah and says she wasn't up there. Sharon decides to tell the truth, but then she sounds like she's been smoking. Because Ray is like, "Are you kidding me right now? You blaming somebody who's paralyzed?" Right. And so, I mean, honestly. That's the biggest. Um, you talking about con? That's huge because everybody see thinks that she's paralyzed. So for the two of them with no proof really to come and say she's faking, they look crazy. Yeah. What's your That's, thoughts on that? So I feel like what she should have done, what Sharon should have done when she went and saw Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless mm-hmm. maybe they didn't show it maybe because she went upstairs at one point is like mm-hmm. you said last week um set up a camera in the house somewhere to catch mm-hmm. Chelsea walking around and talking and all that stuff exactly that way they have proof mm-hmm. because like you said people are people Ray probably think she's nuts because she's saying Chelsea is walking and talking and she has given no indication of improving so far Mm -hmm. so that's I mean that's the easiest thing to do like I don't I don't understand Mm -hmm. why that idea has not come up yet between or between yeah especially when Adam easily bugged Chance's office why if you stuck a bug under that lamp in the office to listen to Lily and Billy talk why the heck wouldn't you come up with the idea when Sharon came over there? To, when she, like you said, she went upstairs and got clothes mm-hmm. for Adam. Why wouldn't you stick a bug somewhere? Right. And maybe she, it does. It just doesn't yeah. make sense. I'm, well, you know what? I think if she had done that, they would have talked about it when she got back to Adam after she left there. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. Didn't she go back to Adam's house after she left Chelsea? Because didn't they? Yes, she and did. They didn't. They didn't talk about that. So I feel like she would have said, you know, I got the I got the camera set up here, or I put a bug here in the room, and I went and packed your bag, blah blah blah. And she didn't say anything about that. Mm-hmm. So that, she didn't yeah. say nothing. That's about like that. the simplest nope. solution. It's that easy. <laughs> yeah, especially 
Yeah, especially since they've done it before. So why wouldn't you? If you want to catch somebody in the conversation, I mean, that girl hacked your phone and got into your text messages. So why wouldn't you hack the house and put a, a bug or camera? Yeah. <laughs> especially if you want to prove movement and speech, you know, cause, and that'll be the best way to do it. Even if you couldn't hear her and you had a camera to just pick up her walking around, that would have been just enough. And then the added bonus would have been the audio, you know, recording because now you hear her saying things. But like you said, none of that happened. Mm -hmm. So it just don't make sense to me. But obviously they're going somewhere with it. So we'll definitely see. Did you have anything else on all Mm -hmm. of that? Okay. Let's do this last piece for Y&R before we switch over to Bold, and that is Victoria and Lily. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the, that whole thing? I feel like they are stuck between a rock and a hard place because mm-hmm. I, like, I totally agree with Lily and her feelings about actually, I'm I'm proud of Lily for saying for just straight up saying, yeah, I do have a problem working with or going into a deal with Victoria because she's your ex. Mm-hmm. Not that that was the mm-hmm. only issue she had, but I like that she was honest about it. was part of it, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But she also said, you know, I don't I don't want to be in the middle of a, a Newman family war. Um, it's not mm-hmm. worth it. But on the other side of that, we see that Victor is poaching their employees because he's offering them more money. So he's basically Mm -hmm. like taking their staff, um, which is putting them in a bind. And that shows, you Mm -hmm. know, what Billy was telling Lily, which is they're going to come after Chancecom and they're basically going to destroy our company. Like that's their whole goal. Mm -hmm. That's the whole reason why Victor is doing what he did, what he, you know, what he did with Syaxeries. Or what his mm-hmm. goal is with Syaxeries is to destroy us. So we need mm-hmm. to get it before we need to get it away. We need to get that deal from him. Um, so this doesn't happen. So it's like it's almost like they're damned if they do, damned if they don't. Yeah. So, um that that part of it is I don't know. It's it, it yeah, and they tried to play this whole when they got to the coffee house, Lily and Victoria. Victoria always tried to um, what's the word I want to use? Kind of humiliate you by saying, oh, you made that decision because of your girlfriend. Yeah. Or, you know, um, using your own possible insecurities against you so you can feel some kind of way about the decision that you made. You know, and I thought for a minute at the coffee house, you know, Lily had the last word until Victoria said what she said and walked off. I know. I was <laughs> like, yeah, oh. I was hoping that Lily would like, get the last oh, word in no. and walk off, but Yeah. Yeah, I mean I won't say Victor, Victor. Do you think Victoria is like her father, or Adam is more like like Victor? Um, <clears throat> I, I mean, I don't know. I I think they're 
they're they're both equally like Victor. Like Victor. I think Adam. Man, I don't know. That's a tough is one. Darker. Adam is definitely darker. Um, mm-hmm. but I, has Victoria has Victoria ever done anything that was just like totally underhanded though like has she like Victor often does well I guess the thing is you know I, okay so Victor is in the ruthless category with no emotion okay yeah. Um. I mean, he definitely he he said you know he always premised what he does for his family is the what he loved them, but he's very ruthless about it and very controlling. Victoria is petty, vindictive, and manipulative. Whereas Adam is calculating, dark. He can be ruthless. So I guess. I mean, honestly, if you put the three of them to run a company and they all got along, they would be something to deal with. (laughs) Seriously. But because they're competing with each other and more so Adam and and, and Victoria, you know, I honestly think that Adam can outdo Victoria. But again, at the same time, uh, Victoria is very manipulative. Whereas Victor's definitely manipulative, but he's also, um, you know, he's ruthless and calculating. So, yeah, and you'll see some of that on Monday when it comes to Amanda. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting. I'm I'm curious to see, like, what the, like, what happened with um, her father at noon. Like, what is the, what was the whole secret well it, it, they they definitely it, it definitely comes out what happened at Newman and what happened right before the accident I won't I, you know if you want me to spill the beans later but I, you know it, it'll, you guys will see it on Monday on the Monday episode if you haven't if you're in Canada you probably already know but um, yeah you'll you'll get a lot more information of the connection of her father, her father, and Newman on that episode. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um. Okay. So I think that's it, right? We covered everything. Yeah. God, I told you it was a lot this week. Yeah, it was. It was a lot. Okay. All right. So let's go into the second half of the show, which is for uh, the bold and the beautiful for the week of April fifth. Through April 9th. And let's see. So. Oops. For the bold and beautiful recap. Hope and Liam shared a breakthrough kiss. But she became worried when he missed a lunch date. Liam was overwrought with guilt as Bill scrambled to cover up a a hit and run incident. Finn called Thomas to the morgue to make a gruesome victim identification. Mm-hmm. So that's what we have for this week. Now, um, let's do. So uh, basically, it's only two storylines. It's the Hope and Liam storyline, and then the Liam and Bill storyline. Correct? Yes. Well, wait and a minute. Queen. And did did she that drink happen this week? Yes. Right. Yep. That it started okay. Monday. 
Okay, let's start there. So that's pretty small. We'll deal with the the limb and things going on after that. But so what did you think about that whole thing with the conversation between Zoe and Quinn this week and ruining Zoe's I mean um uh Paris's date? Um I thought that it was extremely petty and mm-hmm. Once again, Zoe is a horrible sister. <laughs> and you don't even know. Did Quinn explain to her what that stuff was? Or did she just. Because I don't he, She said that Eric takes it for. It's an herbal supplement that Eric takes, but it really gives you the bubble guts. Okay. So. Yeah. And and then. Um, and I think we talked. We talked about this like. Um, through text. Mm hmm. Here we go again with Quinn doing her little shady stuff uh-huh. and proving proving Brooke right about who she really is. Like, not that she did anything yep. that you know is is killing anybody, or you know, there it's not like a detrimental scheme or anything. Is it's more like a I feel like a prank, but you're too old for that. And exactly, you just, got, you just got your husband back after something else that you tried to pull, you know, another scheme that mm-hmm. you tried to pull, and you beg for his forgiveness and and all that. And here you go again, yep. insert unnecessarily inserting yourself in a situation that you don't need to be in. Um, mm-hmm. and and egg and Zoe on. So yeah, I was I was yeah, I mean. That. What I didn't like is, like you said, let's when you talk about the uh, the egging her on, mm-hmm. she was saying stuff like her being high and mighty, and you need to bring her down a little bit. And I'm like, what do you even know about this whole right. story? <laughs> you know, I mean, you only know Zoe's side, which is over fabricated, exactly. And have you, you even know, because Zoe is. <laughs> Cause except the one time when she walked in the office last week, I mean, she's actually like she was there going through this whole thing with what Zoe did. Cause see, I mean, what I don't understand is um, Quinn not holding her to task. Like you know, I understand that you upset with your sister but you accepted an engagement from one dude and you were still trying to talk to another mm-hmm. one but Quinn framed it talking about well you had Zenday first and I'm like what <laughs> yeah like <laughs> you are so this is this whole thing is like so totally contradictory for Zoe because she mm-hmm. has been talking about from the moment that she got caught has been talking about mm-hmm. how in love she is with Carter. Mm-hmm. How she wants to be with him. But then you yep. put her in a scene with somebody else or, you know, she's talking to Quinn about things. She's talking about how we were, excuse me, how everything was moving so fast and, um, and then I'm so confused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what? what is it, Zoe? Are you in love with Carter, or are you jealous about Zenday and Paris now, you know, seeing each other? Because to me, you trying to ruin that date is, it, it seems like you're jealous. Of course. So. Of course. Mm-hmm. She's just. Yeah, I. 
Yeah. Mm-mm. She, uh, I mean, Quinn being overly involved in this, egging her on, siding with her. You know, you need to teach your sister a lesson. She was, she came in trying to take over. Excuse me, but you are in, uh, outside of camp coming into this family too, Quinn. Right. Hello? So, I mean, how are you going to talk about somebody trying to overstep? I mean, yes, she came, but Ridge offered her that job. Um, Carter spoke up for her. It wasn't like she went around there asking for people to do this or give me a job here. People offered. She actually, thought, you know, took a, a few steps to talk. I mean, to think about it. And then she took it. So, and then with Zoe talking about she acting all high and mighty, she needed to be brought down to her level and things like this. And I'm like, Paris has been one of the most humblest people on the show right yeah. now. What are you talking about high and mighty? <laughs> yeah, it's like, you don't yeah. have no idea what you're talking about, Queen. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. No. So I just thought that whole thing was crazy. It's going to blow up in her face. I'm, one thing you mentioned last week is that um, she's going to have to stop telling Zoe her Zenday business. Paris. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going on a date, you ain't got to tell your sister what you're doing. You dressed up saying, oh, you know, I just thought this dress was cute. Yeah. You know, stop telling that girl your business. Especially what she can, even if she don't know about all the stuff that her and Quinn talk about. Just the fact that you knew that this girl had a crush on your current boyfriend. Why would you even talk to her about that? I mean, seriously. So, yeah, she need to be quiet about that. Yeah. So, anywho. All right. So, um, let's move on to Hope and Liam. So, like you said a couple of weeks ago, they'll be back together, and it looked like that's where they're headed, right? Yep. It does. Well, maybe, maybe. not. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that's originally where they were headed. So they had a nice moment. They shared a kiss. Brooke is over the moon because Hope tells her, oh, we kissed. And Brooke is like, oh, my God. Yeah, girl, please. Anyway, and um, I guess he gets a ride. You know, he take he because he's staying at Bill's house. Which now leads back into this other part of the storyline that we have to talk about, which is the fact that on the way back to Bill's house, they hit something. Mm-hmm. And get out the car, and they saw they hit a person. And that person who was out on parole is actually Vinny. Yep. And he tried to say a couple words, and he couldn't, and that was it. He died. Liam passed out. (laughs) Scott Clifton is hilarious. (laughs) I mean, girl, when he passed out, I was dying laughing. I was like, this dude is so... And Bill (laughs) is looking at him like, really? But I mean, shoot, somebody just died in your hands. I mean, so of course you're going to be like, oh my God. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Scott Clifton is a great actor. He's hilarious. I was he is just uh when they were on like was this Friday? Yeah, Friday's episode because he 
looked a hot mess. His hair was You talking about his hair. He when he um threw the little temper tantrum that he did when he was sitting on the couch with the pillows and he threw that temper tantrum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was dying. Scott Clifton is he is a good actor. Yeah, he he he's funny. He is hilarious. I will say that him and Bill were screaming for three days straight. And I'm like, because yeah. I was watching this during the week, and my son was like, what is all that screaming? I know. <laughs> Bill was getting on my nerves with that dang on screaming. <laughs> Girl, he was yelling Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Are you there? Okay, sorry about that. Um, do you have to <laughs> yell that much? And it's like, oh my God, that is so right. crazy. But they were going back and forth. Now let's talk about this logic. Uh well, first of all, before we even mm-hmm. get to the conversation back at the house, Bill is cleaning up the crime scene. He throw a knocked out Liam into the car. Liam slept for a long time. I'm like, is he is is he dead now? Because I mean he was out for a while. Right. But um <laughs> I mean he came he back, took the man's wallet, his ID, just leaving him on the side of the road with no identification. I'm like, God dog. I said that's I, if Katie found out, you could forget about it. Yeah. She ain't getting back with you after this. <laughs> but um no. Yeah, I mean, he got <laughs> rid of the car. The car is now being sold overseas. Got Justin involved. I'm like, obviously, Bill has done this before. Because you know how to do too much. Oh, of course. But this whole... Now let's move to yeah. the conversation. Because the conversation on the logic of all of this, which is... You hated Vinny so much, and when the police saw that you hit him, they're gonna accuse you of attempted murder. I'm like, uh, you're reaching because I mean, it, it just didn't make sense, yeah. And and we didn't hear much of um Liam hating Vinny, did we? One clue, no, there was like mm-hmm. one time where. Yeah, when he was talking to Hope, and he was like, I could just kill him or something like that. But that was it, really. There wasn't, they did, they did no build up to, um, to like, you know, how they usually do stuff to where it's like right. every scene you see somebody in, if they're, if they're like trying to build up to some type of confrontation, that person is like always talking about mm-hmm. how much they hate the other individual, um, and saying little things like, I could, I could or had him, him or in an argument whatever. with him or something. You know they what I mean? That. No. <clears throat> yeah, they didn't even see each other. So it's like Yeah, it did it didn't make sense. It was like, <laughs> what do you mean he's so mad with him? He ruined you know you were mad at him for ruining your life. Uh the only change is you not having a baby <clears throat> with your ex. That's the only change. It's not like this was a situation where he stole yeah. Beth. If anybody that should be mad at Vinny, it would have been Finn right. and Steffi. You know, yes. I mean, yeah. he needs to fix what's going on in his marriage. This whole thing about him not being a father is pretty much at this point irrelevant. 
So for them, for Bill to right, it worked out, and it worked out for him. Yeah, like said. it worked out for that. It came out this way. Yeah, so, the logic that Bill has on this whole thing is mm-hmm. absolutely ridiculous. I'm like, man, please, you need to stop, and you yeah. making the situation worse. That was an idiot move. Yeah, um, just like I said when we when we talked earlier this week or yesterday. Um, now, whenever the police yep. find out, now Bill is in trouble, and it kind of put Liam in a bad spot because he knows that if he tries to go to the police now, he's got to. Mm-hmm. He's going to incriminate his father for leaving the scene of an accident, for tampering with evidence because, mm-hmm. excuse me, he took Vinny's phone and wallet. So it's like you you put him in an impossible in 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 an impossible position, and the only way that he would be able to get out of that is if Liam just took full responsibility for everything wow. he was by himself. So, you know what I mean? To where he doesn't incriminate his father. I mean, it's he made the whole situation worse because his injuries speak that he was hit by a car. It's not like he even knew that Vinny was going to be over there like he was stalking him and following him and they tracked him down and saw him in the street and ran him over. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, Bill, what was you thinking? You just made up a whole new narrative in your head about this whole situation because what Liam was thinking was like I hit a man, I killed him. He we need to call the the you know call the police or somebody right. you know. So this is definitely gonna. But but the the thing that's gonna blow up his marriage is the fact that he didn't say anything about it. If he the longer he hold this, I hope it's gonna be done. He's gonna be done, done. I mean, she's gonna be done. Yeah. And the crazy thing yep. is, I don't think Bill anticipated that uh, Finn was going to be the one to end up in that morgue that day. Oh, of course. Well, that was the other thing that was stupid. He kept saying to Liam, they don't have any identification on him. They can't identify him. And it's like, Bill, there, this isn't the first time in history that or the his DNA is in the system because they just booked no him. I mean, his fingerprints. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Fingerprints. He worked at the hospital. Like they they can absolutely identify him. Is it going to take longer than what they would normally would have taken if he would have had his ID on him? Of of course. Man, but look how quick. Not longer than a day. And so it just so happened that Finn walks into the morgue and the, the actual person, the um, the doctor that's in there is saying, this is an interesting case. I think the police is going to want to get involved. This guy looked like he was hit by a car and left on the side of the road. And when she pulled that sheet over, he saw it was yeah. Vinny. He was like, oh, my God. And I thought, remember last week, in the spoilers, they said that Hope was going to be the one identifying. They left out the part of Thomas, mm-hmm. so, but it but Hope was yeah. there. So yeah. I think they did that to throw right. everybody off because remember there was a huge speculation that Thomas was going to be the one. So of course, oh yeah, and I was like, that don't even make sense. Mm-hmm. Why would Hope identify Thomas when he got a father? So you know, it was weird, right? Or exactly. who she didn't exactly. have a relationship with. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, I'm. Liam ain't Liam couldn't hold water on his affair, or his one night. It, right, he is going to cry if if this of is going course. to cause an issue in his relationship with Hope because he's not going to be himself. He's going to be stressed out and depressed, and um, he's going to push her away and that's going to put a damper on their relationship, which I think possibly might end up... Oh, absolutely. And that's Thomas's friend. Oh, please. That's And I honestly believe that's why both of them were at that more... This is the way that they're probably going to bring those two together. Unfortunately. I kind of wanted to happen organically. I just think this is a weird... Maybe they wanted to and, you know, the guy that plays Vinny character, I think his last name is Jake Lo Cicero or something like that. But um, to end his, mm-hmm. you know, his position in this character. But, geez, I mean, to go all this, I guess, well, it's drama. So I guess they're going to try to have a bonding moment between these two because Thomas, they've been friends since kids. Since they were kids, so... At this point, is you know she's going to be down and yeah. sad and depressed, and here come hope. And then to add on, if she, because believe me, hope is going to be around Liam, talking about how sad Thomas feel and everybody's so upset, and Liam is going to be mm-hmm. eaten up alive with guilt. Yep, I just hope they don't Definitely draw this is. out too long because I'm curious to see what the fallout is going to be. So. Yeah. Because how are you how do you get around the mm-hmm. even if, so even if they <coughs> leave it Liam like you eventually mm-hmm. confesses or they find out that it was Liam how do you, you get can. around the charges of a hit and run? And how do you, how does Bill get around the charges mm-hmm. of tampering yep. with evidence you know what I mean they always find a way somehow in the soaps to explain away charges when someone should absolutely be going to jail yeah for that's gonna that be did. yeah so yeah how they gonna get out of this to see how that happens once they're found out yep you mm-hmm. like that and what Liam says and what Liam was saying when after Bill was like well it's too late now we've already left the scene we can't like you can't call the you can't call the cops now, and that explanation that Liam gave about, um, well, I can use the excuse of mm-hmm. I thought I thought I hit a deer, um, or you know an animal I didn't know it was, it was dark. a human being because I didn't see you know in, uh, um, anybody yeah it was dark I didn't see a human and he didn't I don't think it was a case where Vinny you know, got hit and then like flew up on the, the windshield. It was like he got hit off to the side. So he assumed that he hit an animal and he didn't think anything of it, went home and then saw the news and go to the cops and say, you know what? I was in that but area. I didn't know. I did hit something. Mm-hmm. It may have been him. And that would have been to I think that would have been a completely mm-hmm. logical experience. You know, but what really got me too is the fact that Bill, because Liam was like, do you care that this man is dead? And he was like, no. 
He was like, yes. no. You know, yes. and he was like, look what he did to your life. You were upset. And I'm like, dude, stop with that. That doesn't equal death, Bill. <laughs> I care more about you. You're death. still here. You can't bring him back. He's gone. I don't care about it. I'm like, wow. If yeah. I was Liam, I'd be giving him a side yeah, eye. He was like, very... <laughs> right. That was very um very much that was so very cold and disturbing. Yeah. That he reacted that way. Yeah, that's yeah, that was crazy. And then he talking about he took a jog a morning because remember that's when I think he was talking about he woke up and couldn't sleep because he that's the other thing. He's gonna continue having these nightmares. So besides the guilt, yep. when he go to sleep and close his eyes, he gonna replay that. There's no way and then he's like, just yeah. get over it. Liam ain't you, Bill. Liam has a conscience. <laughs> you <Right>. don't. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that, that I, was nuts to me. And this, he just, you know, walked walked in the house as if they didn't just kill somebody the night, or as right. if Liam didn't just kill somebody the night before. That mm-hmm. next morning after he came in from right, run. you know, and he's like, "Oh, I just <laughs> took a morning jog, and I went by the lamp post because he was looking for cameras." You know, I didn't see any cameras in yep. the area, so we're in the clear. Yeah, okay, sure, Bill, sure. My thing yeah. is, I'm wondering how they're gonna figure it out because he got rid of the car. There's no cameras. I'm wondering when Bill went over there, did he drop something like something small? Because that's normally what happens in these cases like that you see on TV. You drop a yeah. a lighter or a pack of matches or uh, his sword necklace, something. They find that they probably didn't pay it. Because yeah. remember, Liam fell out on the ground. Did he leave something behind? Yeah. So I'm wondering how they're going to break because they do say that the detectives are going to question them. So how did that, what led the detectives to them? That's going to be interesting. So it's probably some more twists and turns coming up. All right. Did you have anything else for, because there's only two, three, two and a half storylines. So that's it. Okay. Nope, well, it was a great show. We had a lot to cover for this past week. Um, let me see, because I think I got some 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 uh, teasers for next week. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, what's up? Oh, you know what? Okay. The one, just one little small thing. When Hope and Finn had that conversation about, she asked him how mm. he was. Able oh to yeah, Steffi. Why are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like how are you able to forgive her? <laughs> Why he shouldn't somewhere. have? I mean, <laughs> would you need him to be mad at her too? Girl, please. It's like, girl, go sit down somewhere. Well, she. It was like she was looking for advice. As if Liam, as if this was the first time. Liam yeah, it's her. like, girl, you know what to do. <laughs> I'm like, girl, go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like she's looking for. It's almost like she's looking for someone to. Um, I don't know. 
I want to say it's almost like she's looking for someone to tell her it's okay to forgive Liam, but that's literally what everybody has been trying to get her to do. Mm-hmm. That's what Brooke has been trying to get her to do. Um, uh, Bill and you know Thomas is even saying, you know, if you it's it's okay to forgive him. You guys love each other, blah blah blah. So right. it's like, where is the confliction at? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, it, it's. So. I don't know why that that statement was it was crazy to me. Okay, so mm-hmm. let me see. April twelfth through the sixteenth. All right. Um, Amanda connects the dots about her family past. Ray, like you said, has tunnel vision. <laughs> That's what they said. They actually said Ray has tunnel vision. I'm like, dang, did, did she read this? <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. What else? Victor receives a surprise visitor. Ray interrogates mm-hmm. Chelsea. Will she manage to outwit him? Um, Victoria and Billy compete for a second chance at Syaxeries. Um, things get emotional with Devon and Moses over Neil. Um, look like Phyllis tries to run Sally out of town again, but she bungles. What'd you say? Jesus Christ. Yep, here we go again, right? Jesus Christ. Victor (laughs) tests Chelsea coming up next week. And let's see what else we got. Um... Wait a minute, hold on. Victoria has managed to wrest control of Syaxeries. Oh, okay. It says, will we learn that Victoria has managed to wrest control of Syaxeries from Victor and Adam, or Victor is planning to oust his daughter at Newman? <laughs> That's... Oh, yeah, because Victor confronted her about after he found out from Billy mm-hmm. that she went to Billy to try to partner up with him oh to get Syaxeries. Oh my god, that's crazy. Yes, yes, Remember that yes. combo he had with her? I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. About that. My thing is, I hope, to, you know what, that's the difference between Young and the Restless and the Bold and Beautiful, is that the storylines end a lot faster on Bold, I guess because it's a shorter episode, mm-hmm. you know, every day. I just I, I I need them to go ahead and wrap this whole Chelsea thing up. I need her gone. Now I do realize and congratulations to Melissa Claire Egan because she is pregnant with a baby boy. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if this is her way of going off. I think she's like maybe four or five months because I think she says she's due in like August or something. And may I might be mistaken on the date or the timeline when she's due. But she is definitely showing. I posted a picture in the mm-hmm. Facebook group. So congrats to Melissa and her baby that's coming. So I'm wondering. And that's probably why she's been wearing big clothes. Because I was looking. When I found out she was pregnant. And she's been wearing these big um, clothes in the chair. You can kind of see like a little baby bump there. So they're definitely trying to find a way to hide it. Okay. Um, but that's our uh, teasers for next week on The Young and the Restless. And then for Bold, let's see. Okay, so 
Um, it's an emotional moment when a positive identification is made of the deceased, um, which, wait a minute, Hope Minds, uh, okay, what will be going through Hope Minds? She realized that Vinny met his end partly as a result of trying to bring her and Thomas together. That's how they're going to bond? Okay. Um, oh, wait a minute. It that says, just because Vinny has gone to that big lab in the sky doesn't mean that Joe Lo Cicero, which is the guy to play Vinny, is necessarily done at the Bold and the Beautiful. There's a possibility of life after death. So, I read a um, mm-hmm. an interview that he did a couple of days ago, and he was say, he said something about something about how he would love to come uh, he would love it if they brought Vinny back as like a like a ghost or something like that probably what what I could see happening is they have him haunting like, Liam uh, mm-hmm. haunting Liam oh boy yeah. that is, that's gonna be crazy um Zenday attempts to yeah. right a wrong that he made with Carter after feeling guilty about flirting with Zoe um, Zoe has a big revelation how she's going to regain her happiness. Lieutenant Baker make a surprise appearance at Forrester Creations. Uh, everyone is stunned about the identity that Baker makes, and Bill's frustration reaches a boiling point, which can only mean that Liam's guilt over running vent down Vinny is reaching an annoying all time high. Because that boy want to tell the truth. And mm-hmm. there's one character we can think of that could possibly stop Steffi from rushing into the marriage with Finn and it isn't Liam. What is that about? Can we just allow this girl to get some happiness with this? Oh, wait. I'm not done. Oh, one more. Uh, Eric opens up to Ridge about his relationship with Quinn. Oh, boy. And a person keeping a deadly secret fears that they have busted. Of course, this is Liam. And Liam's guilt is eating him alive mm-hmm. and playing tricks on his mind. Will there be actually a break in the case of the ill-fated lab tech? And that's it. Okay. So we got a lot of teasers. That's going to be interesting to see. I, I Honestly, out of the young yep. and restless, I need to get Chelsea busted. And Liam, uh, uh, this guilt is going to be interesting to watch. So, because it's definitely going to eat him up. So, anywho. All right. So, (laughs) let's do our flip the script. And like I said at the beginning of the show, if um, you're new here, it's a storyline or a particular scene that we would flip. What would we want that to be? And so... I'm going to let you go first for your Young and the Restless and the Bold and Beautiful Flip the Script. Um, my Y&R flick is a, another simple one. Really just uh, mm-hmm. for Amanda, I would have preferred her to tell her grandfather mm-hmm. and her mother no. Um, because it feels mm-hmm. too much like she's being used. Um, especially when she said that she wanted to get to know her sister. She's like, I'll do this, but 
I want to be able to have a relationship with my sister. So it's like yeah. a trade off. And it's like, why? Exactly. Why you have to do a trade off for that. So mm-hmm. I didn't like that. Um, Bold and the Beautiful would be. Bold and Beautiful. Um, oh, my Bold and the Beautiful flip was um, having Liam not even go through mm-hmm. all the arguing that he went through with Bill. Just get up, leave Bill's yep. house, and go to the police department. I agree with you. <laughs> but mm-hmm. of course, that takes exactly. Out, so. Okay, so my or I mean, they could have they could have branched yeah, off they a could different have. way with the drama. Now mm-hmm. they're going through legal issues. Yep. Okay, so my flip for the young and the restless is pull a flow on Chelsea. What Flo did when um, Sally back in Bold and Beautiful was faking her illness, she threw a snake at her and she jumped up and screamed and was running around like she was crazy. Sharon should have came in there with the plan, brought a fake snake and just threw it at her. (laughs) And see Chelsea jump up (laughs) out that chair so fast and be like, oh, I got you. Girl, okay, that would have been hilarious. And that's what I was thinking about. I said, oh, I'm going to make that my flip the script. But I remember that episode when Flo, you know, um, had picked up hints that Sally was faking over a dude. And, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, she threw that fake snake at her and she acting like she got out of them crutches so fast and was running around. She climbed she up on that couch. <laughs> Sharon should have came up in there and like, oh my God, there's a, a snake or a rat next to you. And she jumped up out that chair and be like, oh my God, you can walk, huh? Yeah. Girl, that would have been great. <laughs> that would have been great. Funny. She should have pulled the flow. <laughs> anyway, on the bold and the beautiful, it was similar to yours where, where, you know, when Liam woke up and Bill was gone, that was his moment to sneak out the house and go to the cops. Because yep. Bill ain't gonna let him out that house. He certainly was. So mm-hmm. he's gonna try of to course. keep him from because him. he holds a big secret that can not only incriminate Liam himself but Bill too. So he got a lot to lose by yep. Liam going out into the world like a loose cannon. Because that's the other thing that we didn't mention is that he missed Hope's lunch date. So, of course, she looking suspicious, like, what the heck is going on? You've been trying to get back with me for so long, and then now we can't go out? What's up with that? So, he's definitely trying to yeah. keep him on lockdown. So, yeah, when he woke up and didn't see his father nowhere around, snuck right at the house and called the cops. So, that's what I have. And yep. that's all that we have for this week. It was a jam-packed week on both shows. I'm looking forward to next week's shows as well. Um, I think I did give a little bit of the news. Olivia's gone, and we got the new face. And then um, um, I I hear that, you know, uh, uh, Melissa Orsway husband should be coming back. Maybe. We'll see. And then, of course, Melissa Claire Egan is pregnant. So congrats to her again. So other than that, that's Oh, go ahead. What you got? Also, oh, mm-hmm. one small thing. Did you notice that they had yes. actually physically? I saw that. They. I said, "Oh, they must have got <laughs> vaccinated. They had to." That's what. So I was they must to. be. Yeah. 
if they say, hey, I'm vaccinated, and yeah, you vaccinated, let's do this. Let's do it. And they sure did, because I was looking like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. they kissed. Actually kissed. So we're definitely slowly yep. but it took surely me out. It took me making it back into, you know, some form of normalcy. Slowly but surely. The only thing I could think yeah. of is that they've been vaccinated. That's the only reason I think that could have happened. You know, or something. Yeah. I mean, other than that, if they're not vaccinated, they would be keeping on each other. Because they're, uh, it looked like the other actors are still keeping distance from each other. So maybe they're the only one so far that has gotten vaccinated. Yeah, I feel like some of, I feel like the the space is maybe mm-hmm. closing a little bit more. Like they're they're not as spread um, mm-hmm. far apart as they were before. Because, um, like, remember when I was saying in, uh, <laughs> come on, Spencer, in the hotel mm. or in the hospital, um, Faith and, or not Faith, uh, Sharon mm-hmm. and Nick were actually touching each other. Like, Nick Nick had his hand on Sharon's back or something like that, or her shoulder when she was sitting well, next I'm to the baby. I'm wondering, did they get all the actors and so, actresses vaccinated? That's interesting. Now, I do know, like, of course, uh, Mark Grossman and Sharon Case, you know, they're in a relationship. So they've had a lot of scenes together and along with um, Brittany and Brighton, Devon and Elena, because they're in a relationship mm-hmm. as well. But it's nice to kind of see people now moving closer together. And it's probably because of the fact of maybe a lot of them been vaccinated. It's the only thing I can think of. And yeah, one more thing before guessing. we go to is please leave the little lady that's an extra alone. That's walking around in the green dress. Yeah. Thank people I had still to shut a couple her. I had, and you to, know what? I had to shut a couple of oh. posts down because they were really getting nasty, rude, disrespectful mean to this actress who's only doing what she's doing in the show and getting paid for for whatever her livelihood to the money to take care of her family let it go if you have a problem seeing her divert yeah. your attention to the actual scene but go ahead i'll let you say what you say go ahead i was just gonna say that i don't understand why they're shedding so much attention and mm-hmm. kind of like hate towards her but in the coffee house they have the same girl that same girl that is working mm-hmm. behind the um the coffee bar the count yeah that's the same girl that, that that's always there and i don't i mean I, I haven't paid attention but i'm assuming that her wardrobe is is just like the other girl where she wears the same thing every yeah. time she's on screen but she walks around the background, hangs out, you know, behind the counter. She's always there in the background of the coffee house. So I don't understand why people make such a big deal about the girl at, at um. You know, I the mean, Phoenix. they talk about the, the why is she wearing the same green dress? Why don't she talk? If she's going to be walking around, she could at least have her say something. I'm like, look, stop, guys. She's an extra who's making a living yeah. and making her livelihood from being an extra. You don't have no control over this. Let her be her. I mean, they want yeah. her to change her clothes. Is that right. a uniform? <laughs> Guys, I mean, only you have to do is shift your mind to the actual scene at hand. Why are you so focused? I mean, people say that this girl annoys them. That's how bad it's gotten. Why yeah, are you I'm so like, annoyed by <laughs> this person? Uh, movies, TV shows, 
especially regular shows, have the same usual extras in their programs. This is nothing new. Leave the girl yeah. alone. You know, and I mean, listen, if it annoys you that Mm -hmm. much, then I know, take a look at what's actually going on. I mean, because she's just on screen and a lot of this stuff has been filmed seven weeks ago. So, I mean, take a deep breath, take a step back. It's not that bad. She works there. She probably have a green dress on every time because that's her uniform. Most people have uniforms when they work at a hotel. (laughs) They have the little ties with the suit jacket mm-hmm. at times. Give it a rest. Don't be so annoyed. Don't yep. be so triggered by yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. So I, 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 meant, I said to myself <laughs> when I got on the call, I was going to mention that because, you know, I don't like when people bully people for no reason. It's just no reason for that. So, yeah. all right. So we've been on the call long enough. I know yeah. we're definitely past two hours so i'm not gonna keep you guys i know some of the podcasts are four and five hours but you know i try to keep it to a member uh keep it to a minimum because (laughs) uh, you know i do understand people want to get back to their lives but i really enjoyed talking to you today we had a lot to cover a lot to unpack looking forward it's going to be a lot more so until next week which is the week of april 12th through the 16th we will see you soon Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.